السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام الأتمان الأكملان على خير خلق الله أجمعين وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن سار على سبيله ونهجه ومن استن بسنته ومن اهتدى بهديه إلى يوم الدين أما بعد وقد قال تعالى في قرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون صدق الله العظيم All praise, all thanks is only due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Yet again has given us this beautiful Mubarak opportunity of gathering in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on this Mubarak occasion of Jumu'ah. It is indeed a great favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for and we make dua to Allah ta'ala that He allows us to see many many more days of Jumu'ah and allows us to appreciate this Mubarak day of Jumu'ah and makes it such that our last day of this earthly life is this Mubarak day of Jumu'ah. The topic that I wish to touch today is a topic that is referred to or called Wafadari. The topic of appreciation of loyalty. Loyalty to who? Loyalty to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the countless immense favors that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has showered upon us. If you look at it from the time before we were born also, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taken care of us in the womb of the mother, in those three layers of darkness, in that condition Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when we had no access to the outside world, no access to anything, Allah ta'ala took care of us in the womb of our mother. When we were born, Allah Ta'ala has created parents for us who showed us so much of love, so much of kindness, so much of mercy, so many different arrangements Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala made so that we could grow up and we could continue in this world. If we just look only at the physical benefits and the physical bounties that Allah Ta'ala has given us, we will never ever be able to, to do justice as far as appreciation is concerned. Then over and above this, the spiritual bounties that Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with, as far as deen, as far as our masajid, as far as our ulama, as far as the preservation of the Qur'an, as far as the preservation of the ahadith, all these things, that all the levels, different levels and different types of arrangements that have been made, just so that we can be in a situation, find ourselves in a place also where it's so easy for us to practice our deen. This is indeed a favor from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now we just got to think that what level of appreciation have we even, forget going even further, just our parents, have we really showed them that level of appreciation that we ought to show them? Have we given that wafadari, that loyalty have we showed them? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran, He mentions two animals that are outstanding as far as loyalty is concerned. One is a dog and the other is a horse. When it comes to a dog, you'll find that the dog is such that it's willing to give its life for its master. Yet it's such an animal that its animal is napak in itself, a dog. If its saliva has to come onto a person's clothing, he needs to wash his clothing. If this dog is kept as a pet in the home, the malaika of Rahma also don't come in that home. Such an animal. But yet, when this animal is given a little bit, a few scraps of meat to eat, some bones to eat, that animal shows such a high level of loyalty that for its master it's willing to sacrifice its life. It's willing to put itself into any kind of danger just to be loyal to that master of its. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Suratul Al-Kahf explains, in, He gives 
type of explanation or praise as far as that dog is concerned that joined those young people that were traveling away, were moving away from the oppressive king. They were going away and one dog joined them on that way. And they wanted to chase that dog away, but the dog still joined up with them. And that dog now stayed as a security guard when they were taking refuge in the cave. Allah Ta'ala speaks about this incident 309 years. And Allah Ta'ala praises that dog also, describes how that dog also was seated at the entrance at the, of the cave. وَكَلْبُهُمْ بَاسِطٌ ذِرَاعِيهِ بِالْوَصِيدِ That dog was stretching out its four legs, sitting like that with its four legs stretched out at the entrance of the cave. Allah Ta'ala praised that dog. Why that dog joined up with these people for that little while with the pious. And this was the praise that Allah Ta'ala even gave for that dog. And like that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, and we know, we see that how often you find it, that dogs are willing to stay up the whole night and they are willing to attack any robber that comes, whether it's coming with guns, whether it's coming with knives, but just for that owner, this dog is willing to give his life. Like that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praises even the horses. Allah ta'ala in the ayat of the Quran mentions in the surah, surah Adiyat, وَالْعَادِيَاتِ ضَبْحًا Allah is taking an oath in those war horses, those steeds of war. That look, take a lesson from these horses. That this horse, Allah ta'ala says, وَالْعَادِيَاتِ ضَبْحًا Allah is taking an oath in these horses, that when these horses are galloping, when they are moving, and you can even hear that snorting or that panting that is coming out of the mouth of those horses, coming out of the chest of those horses, you can hear it. Allah is taking an oath that look, take a lesson from these horses, the way they are galloping. For who? For that master that has given it little bit of fodder, allowed it, that master didn't manufacture that fodder, that grass, that hay, that is coming from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All that Master did was it allowed it to graze, it allowed it to eat. And just for that allowance to eat, this war horse is willing to give its life for its master. So while Allah takes an oath, that by, I takes an oath in these war horses, when they are galloping and they are panting, when these horses now, by the striking of their hooves on the rocky ground, on the hard ground, is causing sparks to fly up. When those hooves heat up, it causes sparks to fly. Allah is taking an oath even in those sparks that are flying by the hooves of these horses that are striking on the rocky ground. When these animals, they attack early in the morning. They don't tell the master, it's too early. Can't you see it before 8? I start working only after 8. It's too early to start moving. It's still dark, it's cold. The horses don't say anything. They are ready to move for the sake of its master. Whether it has to attack early morning or late night, it doesn't matter. Allah Ta'ala is praising, فَالْمُغِيرَاتِ subha. In the early part of the morning, these horses are ready, moving to attack. فَأَثَرُنَ بِهِ نَقْعَ While these horses are galloping and they're moving, they are raising up a trail of dust behind it. Moving full speed, raising up this trail of dust. فَوَسَّطْنَ بِهِ جَمْعَ And these horses, they are galloping, they are moving, and they are gathering where? Right in the center of the enemy lines. Right in the center. They are not hiding behind some trees. They are not ducking. They are not moving on the side. For its master, they are going right into the center of the enemy lines. The enemy has got spears, sometimes has got guns, sometimes has got swords, sometimes have got different type of uh, instruments to attack these horses. But yet these horses are not worried about all that. For the sake of the master, right into the center line, take a lesson from this horse. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Innal insana li rabbihi lakanood. 
Allah takes and Allah says, Verily, this insan is very, very, very ungrateful. Look at that horse. He just got little to eat. Some arrangement was made. But yet it gave its life, its soul. It gave its enthusiasm. It gave everything for the sake of the master. Ya Allah Ta'ala has given this insan so much. Has given him strength. Has given him intelligence. Has given it home. Has given him the ability to have power over all the other creatures. Has given him wealth. Has given him deen. Has given him protection. So many favors Allah Ta'ala has given this person, this insan. But he is inappreciative. He finds everything a burden. If Fajr namaz is too early, he is complaining, it's too early. If he has to give 2.5% zakat, he's complaining that 2.5% zakat, so much. Ramadan is coming now, we have to fast, it's so hot. Can't we have some water? Can't we do this? So automatically this insan, innal insana li rabbihi la kanood. Ulama explain, what is meant by this kanood? Insan is very, very ungrateful. Hassan Basir rahmatullahi he says that all the time he's looking at his problems. That I got this problem and I got that problem and I got this. In other words, he's taking his gift and he's only concentrating on his problems. There was one pious person. He was suffering from intense fever. So one person came to visit him and asked him, that, I said, how are you feeling? So look at the answer that he gave. He said, Alhamdulillah, my eyes are very, very well. My ears are well. My hands are still moving. My feet are moving. I still got strength in my body. I think my heart and all is functioning very, very well. Baki kuch bukhar hai, but there is little bit of fever. That's all. So first he praised all the ni'mats of Allah Ta'ala, and then he mentioned the one problem that we have. Ask ourselves today, we're always complaining about this problem, that problem. How often do we look to see how many favors Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has blessed us with? So Hassan Basir Rahmatullah says that this kanod means a person is only looking at his problems, he's forgetting how many favors we are enjoying all the time. The fact that we are just sitting here, our heart is pumping, our blood is flowing, our kidneys are working, our liver is working, our brain is functioning, our eyes are able to see. Are we ever thinking that these are ni'mats of Allah Ta'ala? Or are we just focusing on that one small pain that we got in one finger? So this is how insan is, that we are created like this. Allah Ta'ala is taking an oath that we are very, very ungrateful. So this is one explanation. Another explanation is that a person is using the favors of Allah Ta'ala, but he's not even looking to see who gave him that favor. He's not looking at the one that granted him the favor. He's only looking at the favors and he's enjoying it, forgetting the one who gave him the favor. And the third explanation that is given for this kanod, what is insan? Allah Ta'ala is saying that he's very, very ungrateful. In which way? The thing is that he is using the ni'mats of Allah Ta'ala to disobey Allah. He's using the wealth now to go and gamble. He's using the wealth now to go to haram places. He's using the wealth now to cheat and to fraud. To do fraud. He's using this wealth, or for example, this energy, this strength that Allah Ta'ala had given him for all the wrong things. So he's using the favor of Allah for the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All three things, if you look at it, really is the being extremely ungrateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Once, Hazrat Luqman alayhi salam, Luqman Hakim, his master had cut a fruit from the orchard, had cut a fruit, had given him one piece to eat, and he, the master, was eating one piece. So Luqman alayhi salam, he took that fruit, and he was eating it with such relish, such enjoyment, that the master thought to himself that this must be, must be a very sweet fruit. When he put it in his mouth, he couldn't even keep it in his mouth. He took it out. He said, How are you enjoying this fruit so much? How is it possible when it's so bitter, this fruit? So he explains to him, that hand that had given me 1,000 favors, had given me so many favors, that hand that had given me so much of kindness, had shown me so much of love, if it gives me one fruit that is 
bitter. Should I now complain about that or should I look at all the favors of that hand that has given me? That is what I am looking at. I am not looking at this one sour fruit. I am looking at the hand that has given me that fruit. So now this is what you call appreciation. When a person looks at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he appreciates what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. And this will happen when a person's focus and his gaze goes on to the akhirat. His focus and his gaze doesn't remain on this world. This morning we did one hadith. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is explaining that from amongst the poets, one poet's, one poet's words are very, very true. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentioned, أَصْدَقُ قَلِمَةٍ أَصْدَقُ كَلِمَةٍ قَالَهَا الشَّاعِرُ عَلَىٰ كُلُّ مَا خَلَى اللَّهَ بَاطِلُ That everything, Allah, not speaking about this poet Labid, that he, from his poetry, one statement is 100% true. What is it? That everything besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to perish. Whatever we got is going to perish. The only thing that is going to remain is Allah. كُلُّ مَنْ عَلَيْهَا فَانْ وَيَبْقَى وَجْهُ رَبِّكَ ذُو الْجَلَالِ وَالْإِكْرَامِ Everything that we got, that we are chasing after, that we are aspiring, those investments, those buildings, those properties, those shares, that gold and silver, we are chasing and chasing but everything is going to disappear. The only thing that will remain is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَكُلُّ نَعِيمٍ This is the second part of the poetry. وَكُلُّ نَعِيمٍ لَا مَحَالَ تَزَائِلُ That every enjoyment that we enjoy, that is someday going to pass. That enjoyment is going to pass, it's not going to remain there forever. We got strength today, a day is going to come when the strength is going to go. A person has got wealth, a day is going to come when he'll have to leave the wealth. A person has got energy, a day will come when that energy will go. Every ni'mat that a person is enjoying, at some point this ni'mat is going to go away. Therefore, Hazrat Mawlana Masihullah Sahib, Rahmatullahi would say something so nice. He said, Allahu bas baqi hawas. That Allah is everything. Everything besides Allah Ta'ala is just a mirage, it's just a dream, it's just an illusion in the brain. If we just think about it, ask ourselves, those days we spent in primary school, those days we spent in madrasa, those days we grow up, it's just in the mind somewhere, ask somebody to present it and bring it back, can it ever come back or is just there in the mind? That first car I had 30 years ago, where is that car now? I thought that was the car, where is it? You can't even know, we don't even know where it is. So it's just there in the mind, the only thing that will remain is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah ta'ala give us all the tawfiq of being appreciative of the ni'mats of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, taking advantage and showing loyalty to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He has blessed us with so much. Actually, this is the real meaning of haya. When a person looks at the favors of Allah ta'ala and he feels shy, that how can I disobey this Allah who has given me so much? That this is what you call loyalty. I have to be loyal to my Allah Ta'ala that has blessed me so much. So the Mubarak month of Ramadan is coming. This is a month where we can express, demonstrate, and show our true loyalty with Allah Ta'ala by doing everything as we ought to do, and doing it with a passion, doing it with love, like how that animal, that war horse, goes with a passion, goes with strength, goes with force, in the middle of the enemy lines. At least I can do with passion and with love, what my Allah Ta'ala wants me to do in the Mubarak month of Ramadan. May Allah Ta'ala give us all the tawfiq of making amal wa akhiru da'wana. Alhamdulillah.